The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day All the way from England to the USA The great song debate from yesterday and today The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play All right, we're moving on to coming to close to the end of our country music history. And like I say, we could have a show for a week because there's so many greats, but we wanted to pick out some of the greatest, you know? Hey, hey, can I take a moment and talk about another Nashville thing before we uh, move away? Okay. I love Nashville. I, wanna... I think you'll love this one because it has to do with England and punk rock. Well, in that case, I'll let you. Go ahead. In the 80s, when punk rock started to fade, a lot of punk rockers, well, not everyone, but a number of them, ended up falling in love with the Nashville music scene and hanging out there and recording music and doing different sounds. And some of them even really fell in love with country music and created this whole country punk move that's called cow punk. I don't believe you. I think you're making this up. I never heard of that. I'm making it up. So I'm going to, not only am I going to play you some cowpunk, I've got a sample. First, I'm going to give you a sample of an English band that falls under the cowpunk definition because they do country sounds, but in a kind of weird alternative punk rock kind of way. This is a punk band called the Mekons that went country. And in 1988, their song Ghosts of American Astronauts. Check this out. It's good. I don't know about the synthesizer coming into country. They don't do that. I thought he was going to play like something like Johnny Rocket, Johnny Rotten and the Sex Pistols, something oh, like well, I that. that. I got something a little closer. I got a song by the Vandals that's kind of making fun of that punk cowboy culture. And it's I don't called know. Urban Struggle. Are you allowed to make fun of? All right, I guess so. Let's listen to it. We'll it, keep an open mind. The idea of someone who wants to dress up like a cowboy and cosplay like a cowboy, but is actually just a uh, a city boy. So it's a little bit like Coca-Cola Cowboy. It's by the Vandals, and it was actually on the soundtrack of the movie Dudes, which was a John Cryer film back in the uh, late 80s. But here you go. Urban Struggle. Don't look fat. We'll all be listening to cowboy tunes. We'll stomping around like a 
I like it. Very, very. I share that one with you. I knew you. I don't know whether to like jump up and down and headbang or do the country bit because you sound country. Slam dancing in the honky tonk, fella. <laughs> we we don't like that punk dancing in the roadhouse. English looks so funny dressing as cowboys, though. Not just in their appearance, but when they open the mouths like me. Boy, that was a great segment, buddy. You had me <laughs> surprised. That in there, even if we end up rapping without. Uh, Honest, I had no. Because we do have a lot more songs than we should go through in any <sighs> episode. I had no inclination that English punk bands try to get onto the country scene. I don't. I mean, they, they were both great, but I don't think they'll be performing at the Grand Old Opry. In the near future, no, no, no one's going to. No say offense to that. Gets full, and I'm going to ride the mechanical bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we kind of jumped, and we're kind of close, and we're here at the present. And you mentioned the Dixie Chicks, yep, which they brought back country music big time. Oh, they came yeah. back in the '80s, didn't they? With um, uh, well, they had quite a few, that, but it's so sad because I love them. I think they're all gorgeous. The two sisters mm-hmm. and Natalie, and they had this wonderful kind of like the police only in country music, three part harmony and what great songs and great performance. Plus they're all gorgeous and cute too. And he that had... three-part harmony, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that, but you're right. It is a little bit like the police in that way. Yeah, and they were founded, what, in the 1989. Uh, they had the first commercial success in uh, 1998. Um, but the problem is they said the wrong thing at the wrong place at the wrong time. And unfortunately, this is just my opinion, being a an ex-British citizen and being a half and half, but being proud to be an American. They brought politics into the concert and they said how they felt about the war um, in Iraq and they kind of dissed the head of our country. And I think they went, this is just my personal opinion, they went a bit too far in crucifying them for that. And they lost a lot of the following and the momentum. And they went on hiatus for quite some time. And it just shows you that words do matter if you're in the public eye. Some people think they don't matter, but you have to be so careful, no matter if you're a rock and roll star, politician, comedian, actor, whoever you are, you really have to watch what you say. If you, you want to assume the whole public is going to be behind you and agree with your opinion, just because you're a musician that has a lot of people listening to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that put them back for quite a few years. And I think that's one of the rain, the main reasons why we haven't heard of them in such a long time, but they have started to make a comeback But, you know, we talked about changing your name. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't like the chicks. I mean... But I'll I'll tell you something. I think you make a really good point because it sounds like from what you're talking about, and I know what you mean because 
they criticized President George W. Bush Jr. when he was in office and they criticized the war and they did it in a concert in the UK and they got quite a backlash for it. But the reason I mention it is when you said that, it reminded me there's those two streams of thought again. There's your Woody Guthrie, who's all about social protest and and justice for the common man. And then there's your classic country that says, you know what? I want to be cowboy culture and American South and, and Western. And I don't really want to dig into that kind of stuff. Just like it happened in the 60s when they said, you know, we don't want the birds coming here telling us how to do country. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. So we really have to really watch what we're we're talking about and what we're saying. It's got to be the right platform at the right time in the right place. And unfortunately for them, it wasn't. But I wish they would have changed the names, not to the chicks. But I can understand the the Dixie bit, but to have made another name. And hopefully they it could have won't... been the Dixie Cups, but they might have been sued by that cup maker. <laughs> <laughs> then it wouldn't have had quite the Southern connotation. It would have just been, oh, yeah, these little paper things that I get at the dentist's office when I have to rinse and spit. <laughs> oh, but I love them. And I hope they make a massive comeback because I think they're all so wonderfully talented and with the right music and the right sound. And the, the right promotion, they can be bigger than ever. Uh, they yeah, didn't so make. Did you say you had? They're working on a comeback. Do you have a song that they've yeah, done recently? Well, you know, they haven't. They haven't made anything. I'm looking at my notes since uh, 2016, and they then they it took them like 14 years uh, to bring out uh, Gaslighter, which is, I believe, the new uh, album that they did. And uh, Gaslighter, and uh, but my favorite song is Goodbye Earl in the Past, <laughs> which is a classic, unbelievable, fantastic song. And I hope they come up with more songs like that, get rid of all the crap about how they were persecuted on just saying a few words and getting back and getting back into that talent and sharing it with. All our listeners, everybody out there, and the Lime and the Yang, because I think they can do it. Well, let's take those one by one then, because Gaslighter is a good example. It's about the very ugly divorce that uh, one of the singers had to go through in a very difficult relationship she was in. You talked about 14 years. That was that time when she was kind of embroiled in a struggle with her now ex-husband, and it was uncomfortable. Uh, so... That is an interesting point. The other thing about Gaslighter is I listen to that and I can think about that rowdy Alabama concert and I can imagine people in arenas just stomping their feet and, you know, Go. absolutely clapping along. Going at it. That's awesome. Let's do it, buddy. All right, here you go. This is from just last year. The Dixie, I'm sorry, the Chicks, the Chicks song Gaslighter.
I think it's amazing. War drum right there. Yeah. Oh, I think it's an amazing song. And the vocals and the music is, it just, like I say, you've got that three, it's like a, a pyramid, you know? And they've got that magic pyramid of just connecting with each other and bringing out beautiful songs and beautiful performances. And if they come to town, I'll be first in line to get a ticket to see them because I think they're going to be an absolutely great concert. Unfortunately, I haven't seen them before. So, so um, who's Earl, man? Goodbye to Earl. That's right. You know, this is a great song because I think about how Don't Come Home a-drinking if if Alfred Hitchcock were to take Don't Come Home a Drinkin' and make it an episode, that'd be the chick's goodbye Earl. Because <laughs> Earl is not a good guy. He's a bad guy. And things happen to him that Alfred Hitchcock would love to do. You know, a little murder mystery there. That's great, buddy. I couldn't have said that better myself. Take it away, Yank. Cowboy. <laughs> goodbye Earl by the chicks. As not seen on Alfred Hitchcock Presents. I think that's incredible. I tell you, Have folks. Have you seen the video to that? Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Plus, you know, those three ladies aren't hard on the eyes either, if you know what I mean. Oh, well, gorgeous. Not. And the, the fun thing about that video, for folks who want to stop by the playlist and you can watch it, they do the whole story. They act it all out. And then at the end, there's the whole cast just dancing and singing along, including like a, a zombie Earl. <laughs> as they replay what they did with his body. <laughs> Sounds painful. It, we did mention so many great, classic, unique, fantastic country artists because, you know, of time and everything. But I just wanted to mention, you know, a few people which, well, we could make a program with Dolly Parton her own program, you know, because she's amazing. And she's done so much in every decade. Yeah. So, so to just bring out and play one tune or just talk about her would, would not give her just justice or harmony to her. She is incredible living legend and we love you, Dolly. And I'm going to go to Dollywood. I wonder if I've been to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's really okay. nice. It's fun to be there. We, um, in fact, we rented a cabin there, and even though it was a rainy week with some ugly days, we managed to go whitewater rafting. We went horseback riding on these trails. It was lovely. I've actually got a picture of me on the back of a horse <laughs> in a biker jacket, of all things. No cowboy hat, but I got my boots. And uh, we uh, went. There's a lot of shopping. There's a lot of things you can do. There's this nice little strip with all these different shops. But then there's Dollywood. I want to go to Dollywood. You know, we go to, you know, living in Florida, we go and see Mickey all the time with the ears. I wonder what you walk into. You think it's too giant? I'm not going to say the world. You know, it, 
Dolly is well known for being well endowed. That's all I can say. You're referring to the idea of fun and excitement under two great domes. (laughs) I don't think it's like that. I don't think it's got that kind of Epcot vibe to it. (laughs) (laughs) Can you see it though? I can see it going through instead of the ears. Well, enough about that. I'm just thinking of that terrible pun in the in the naked gun with the seems like everywhere I go I see something that reminds me of her. <laughs> <laughs> and also I'd like to mention Dolly, we love you. And we're gonna get we're gonna do a show all about you because you're well worth it. She has a great sense of humor and a great personality, but also she's kind to others. Oh, she, she is when you're as big as you are and you're kind to other people. And I mean big celebrity wise. We need to get off boobies here. And just yeah, talking about big in all, big in all ways. She deserves her own show. There's no doubt about that. And I want to mention John Denver. Thank God I'm a country boy. Oh, you my know? gosh. He was amazing and did so much in his lifetime. And you know, uh, while you're talking about John Denver, let's also point out he was probably the only person that bridged that gap we talked about in the 60s because he was loved by the hippie folk rockers. And at the same time, he flipped over and was in the country charts and in pop and everybody just loved it. They loved the sound because it was so genuine. I love John Denver. He was great. Great and we had a song in the playlist. Can I play it? Because I think everybody's gonna know it. It's not thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I was gonna say that because I wanted to mention another great country artist. She's not recognized as a country artist because she went into pop and Greece and all that kind of stuff. And she did the same song. Um Take Me Home, Country Roads. Uh, Olivia Newton-John. And as much as I love John Denver's version, I love Olivia Newton-John's version just as much. A little bit different, you know? Okay. But absolutely incredible. Newton-John did a cover of it. I also Oh, she's amazing. And she was, that's how she started a career as a, a country singer. Even though people don't talk about her that much and she doesn't get played on country music stations, she has a voice of an angel, and I think she's incredible too. So I just wanted to mention her. Do you want me to try to find that? I mean, would you? Yeah, of uh, course. Let me see if I could find it. Yeah, because the one I had was, um, and I'll go ahead and mention it because it was a hit. Was she had "Let Me Be There"? That was a hit. But hang uh, on a sec. yeah, it's, I got "Let uh, Me Be Take Me Home." Country road, but if you don't fake, I'd, I'd send you "Let Let Me Be There" too because it's one of my favorite. Country songs by Olivia Newton-John. Here's her cover of it. Here you go. Um, Check this out. This is actually from her official YouTube channel, and I'll try to remember to add this to the playlist after we're done. You're amazing, Yank. Country Older than 
trees Younger than the mountains Growing like a breeze Country roads Take me home To the place I belong West Virginia You know, I'm not going to start crying because you'll think I'm a big softy. But on a personal note, my family used to sing that because after living in California as a little boy, moving back to England and then coming back and moving back to the States, I lived in West Virginia for over a year, got sponsored by a family. And it just brings me back to those Blue Ridge Mountains, that hospitality, and yep. that wonderful. I just fell in love with the States again. And, of course, I moved back to sunny Florida. Where yeah, they don't... John Denver's from West Virginia. So, yeah, that was him singing about his home. And I lived in Kentucky for a long time. I loved it. That eastern area where you get into the hills and it's, a you know, West Virginia – doesn't necessarily know state borderlines. That whole region from eastern Kentucky all the way through West Virginia is just beautiful. So we both know we, we love the states and we love both those versions too. Um, yeah, she's so, fantastic. Her voice is gorgeous. And I guess we're going to, have you got anything else you want to bring up? I, extra special before we... Don't tell me you're done because you're never done. You've no, always I, got I something go up your But I promise I'm going to try and stop. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do really love all of these different things. I feel like it's probably worth mentioning, though, because I've talked about how country has a universal appeal and other countries love it. And it goes from country to city. People love it. And I think probably the best example of that was this entire wave of country rock in the 1970s where songs charted on the rock charts and the country charts, and the best band for that, the best country rock band for my money, is the Eagles. Oh, you know, one of my favorite bands of all time. I have a brother-in-law in England, which has seen him eight times in Manchester. He oh, is, man. like, obsessed with them. <laughs> but you are exactly right. And a great... You could just play some of their country tunes but in all the rock and roll music they always have that country influence in the songs too well I, the, the fun thing about this one is this song was actually on the soundtrack to the john travolta movie urban cowboy so if you think about disco and saturday night fever and john travolta's dancing now take that into country and you've got a movie where John Travolta is once again a fantastic dancer, but now it's all country music. And the Eagles' Lion Eyes was a crossover that was on that soundtrack. One of my favorite tunes of all time. I brought this up because it really does tell a good story. It's, you know, it's about a woman who kind of moves from one bad situation to another, thinking that she's getting herself out of a, out of a mess. But I really love this song. The melodies, the harmonies are fantastic. Here you go. Here's Lion Eyes from 1975. So she tells him she must go out for the evening to comfort an old friend who's feeling down. But he knows where she's going and she's leaving. She is headed for. Side of town. 
Oh, you melt my heart, brother. It's absolutely one of my all-time favorite bands. And yeah, if you, you had to say to me, what's a country song? Because uh, the rock and roll, that is definitely a country song and one of the best ever. And just other people that we haven't mentioned, you know, like Faith Hill, um, Keith Urban, Zach Brown Band, Carrie Underwood, Stadder Brothers, you mentioned Alabama, all those people. Didn't we do Counting Flowers on the Wall? We did yeah, sorry, like Dave. But so so many of the other ones that we we haven't mentioned. No, it was the like Standing Door songs. I'm sorry. It was the... <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Flowers on the Wall. And to finish off, you've been to Nashville? You, you, I oh, want yeah, to finish off times. with... Well, when I lived in Bowling Green, Kentucky, Nashville was the place you went when you wanted to do something kind of fun, including going shopping. But... There was a lot of really neat stuff down there, and I highly recommend visiting Nashville. There is a replica of the Parthenon. It's fascinating. I saw Minnesota Fats in his favorite hotel. Cool. And although I was playing pool at the time and I was enjoying it, um, I'm not good at pool. I'm quite bad at it, so I wasn't going to challenge the guy. <laughs> well, Minnesota Fats, he was a pool player, right? Yeah. A, yeah, a hustler. But, but yeah. That was, that was his place. He hung out in Nashville. You, you love it just as much as me. And I just wanted to promote Nashville being the, the land of country music and being in the universe, the place to go. And for anybody around the world, save up your money for after this epidemic, get your ticket and go to Nashville because it will change your world. I was back there uh, just before the epidemic and I did all the backstreet tours and some of the places, I mean, you got to go to Ryman Center, you got to go and one of the great, um, and make sure you get your tickets early is the, um, the Country Music Hall of Fame, the History Museum, which has everybody from Elvis, you know, he did, uh, some country music. He's got his Cadillac there. All the outfits. Make sure you spend the day at the Country Music History Museum because you cannot go to Nashville without going there. And Did they still uh, have the Opryland Amusement Park because you, it used to be yeah. you could go there too. That was a country-themed yeah. amusement park, roller coasters and everything. Oh, I, I didn't make it to there, but uh, another country star, which has the most incredible restaurant or one of them we've ever been to with great music and live was uh, Jason Aldean's uh, restaurant. They got a rooftop bar. And I'm telling you, man, I had the best meatloaf, mashed potatoes <laughs> with, with crispy onions on top. And Holly, she had the best Southern fried chicken that she's ever tasted. Oh the service, the place, and the style is amazing. No reservations. You just got to go and jump in and try and do it. And you got to be careful. You can't be talking good Southern fried chicken that close to Kentucky. Oh, it's everywhere. And you know, they've got a place, uh, Woolworths, which was one of the last... Woolworths in our country and it's still like it was in the 50s and 60s and it's famous for um, the rights movement in the 60s 
uh, where to sit down where people the lunch counters, yeah, people wouldn't get served be, just because of the the color of the skin, and you have to go there because it will mem- mesmerize you. We never had such a great time. See other country. I didn't know that was still there, but Lexington, Kentucky also had a 1950s style Woolworths with a lunch counter up until the 2000s when it got demolished. But it was just, it was amazing. Yeah, it's it's such a an odd relic because they kept them exactly the way they looked back then. And that's phenomenal. If there's still one in Nashville, it's certainly worth stepping in and sitting down at the lunch counter and I don't know, maybe even ordering something that, <laughs> something you can trust. And stay at the uh, Gaylord Nashville Resort there, which they promote country music. And they actually, they have a uh, country music um, radio station in the resort itself. Oh, and nice. it's it's so great when you go in the fall and you see all the, the massive guitars and all the country memorabilia that they promote. And sometimes they get uh, famous stars there. Um, is it Chet, Chet Adkins, I think was performing, oh, wow. but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they performed there. We saw that everybody was crammed in, but just memorable moments, just, just a few places to, to see and do the bus tours, like anywhere you go, whether it's England with the double decker bus tours, do the Nashville bus tour where they take you through at the back road of the museum where there's just one recording place, one after the other. They have uh, Reba McIntyre's uh, massive recording studio. Uh, She lives outside of Nashville, but on top she has a... Uh, helicopter pad which she flies in and you can see the helicopter pad there but there's nothing but one great recording studio after the other and they stop by but to all those wonderful country artists trying to make it into the big time about the people that we talk about uh, in our show go and get it because you stop at these local places And just like some of the pubs in England, the talent just overflows. They are absolutely amazing. Probably some people will never hear of, but incredible. But the number one place to visit, which many friends told me about, and I will live with this forever, and I'm going to get back there as soon as possible, is Tootsie's. If you performed at Tootsie's, and I don't mean Dustin Hoffman Tootsie's, <laughs> I mean this little bar with the rooftop bar. They, if you sing at Tootsie's, you have made it. And we, and don't forget to get squashed because you are like that, baby. Everybody, but everybody has a great time. Nobody cares about being close and sweaty and smelly because we're having such a great time. And you, you really have, to... did have a good time. And boy, after 2020, I don't blame you for looking back on that because that's that yeah. was a whole different world back then. So God willing, once we take our masks off and once we get back into being face-to-face with each other, visit Tuxies in Nashville. So I'm going to stop now because you're probably sick of us talking. But to all our fans and listeners 
we love, we've got some great programs for this year coming to you and get ready for next month because we're going to surprise you again because thank God I'm a country boy and pull out that country music and enjoy your life, sing your songs and have a wonderful Easter weekend, which is Easter weekend right now. So Did he from say a couple of minutes ago that he was going to stop talking. I'm just trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> so from the limey, chara for now, chip, chip, beep, beep, cheerio, old bean, <laughs> and play that country music and turn it up, why don't you? I'm trying to put on my English accent. But it's hard to do after being here most of my life. But I'll say goodbye. Goodbye. God bless. And thank you for listening to all our listeners and fans around the world. We love you. Thank you. Folks from a displaced Texan who does love country music, I just want to wish you well and hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's Blake the Yank with Steve the Limey on Classic Rock Battles, The Limey and the Yank. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> hey kids, time to go for now. But don't forget, you can always find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on Twitter. And you can stop by our YouTube channel, where we've put playlists together of all of the episodes and the seasons. So you can let those roll and have a lot of fun reliving your memories with the original, full versions of the songs. We also have the website, thelimeyandtheyank.com, where you can go download MP3s of your favorite songs from Amazon. We really appreciate you listening to the show. And the most important thing to us is please keep sharing with us your stories, your memories, your favorite songs. Give us feedback. Tell us how we're doing. And please do keep tuning in wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again. 